incense to offer have I incense tones a deity Matthew 1, 18, 2 through 12. Now the birth of Jesus took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph, spoke from, when Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who, was, who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written by the prophet, 
And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. When Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared, and he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way.
great and powerful. Who, who are you? I am Oz, the great and powerful. Behold my power and be filled with wonder. Behold my power and be filled with wonder, or behold my power and be filled with fear. Yes. <laughs> I am the great and powerful Oz, and I can tell that you are completely astounded. The great and powerful Oz knows why you have come. The great and powerful Oz knows why you have come. Clap on, clap off. <laughs> you have come because it is Christmas. For the same reason that I came many, many, many years ago. I am a wizard. <laughs> I know that your Bible says that I am a wise man or a king. I'm not really a king so much as a king maker. In your Bible, the word is magi. It's where we get the word magician. A magi was like an astronomer or an astrologer or a psychic weatherman. Long ago, I came from the east, from a region called Orient R, just past Orient S. <laughs> but now you are calling this region Iraq or Iran or India. Now, I know what you're thinking to yourself. That is a strange thing, having a pagan wizard come to talk to us on Christmas Eve from the kingdom of Persia. But I would remind you that the very first sign of God's covenant was a rainbow, a rainbow over all the earth. I came from Orientar, but now I come from the other side of that rainbow. My complete name is Balthazar Oswaldo Jones. That is my Christian name, Jones. Balthazar Oswaldo Jones, but you can call me Ozzy for short. Now I know what you are thinking. What does a Magi wizard do at his time? Actually, most of the time, I would be doing deals. People would come to see me. And I would say to the people, I would say, hello, my good man, is that your camel? And he would say, yes. And I would say, shazam, kaboom, and blow it up. I would blow it to smithereens. Is that your goat? Kaboom, smithereens. Is that your house? Kaboom, 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 kaboom. <laughs> Astounding. And then I would say to the man, now let's do a deal. Let's do a deal. You see, it is a very good business plan. Mostly, we would be smoke and mirrors and making up big words like latent biochemical psychosis compounded by severe halitosis. Smoke and mirrors and big words and 
Pain in the neck demons. That is how we would control people and use them to our advantage. I would be doing deals with pain in the neck demons in order that I would do deals with people. But doing deals with pain in the neck demons, I soon discovered that pain in the neck demons were doing deals with me. And the more I was controlled by demons, the more I became to be a lie and the more I could not keep my promises. And so, my friends, I appeared to be very great and very powerful, but I was very small and weak and scared and very, very lonely. Do not arouse the wrath of the great and powerful Oz. I said, come back tomorrow. If you are really great and powerful, you'll keep your promises. Do you presume to criticize the great Oz? You ungrateful creatures think yourselves lucky that I'm giving you audience tomorrow instead of 20 years from now. Oh, the great Oz has spoken. Oh. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. The great Oz has spoken. Who are you? Oh, I, I, I am the great and powerful wizard of Oz. Presently, I will not be showing you any more home videos, but do you see, I wanted people to like me. But the me that I was wanting them to like was a lie. So I kept saying, pay no attention to the little man behind the curtain. But you see, I was that little man behind the curtain. Sad and lonely and scared and very, very lonely, very lonely. Maybe you would be feeling this way now. You have built a very impressive curtain constructed of degrees and awards and pretend powers and fake smiles. But inside you are small and weak and scared and very, very lonely. Your pastor, a dear sweet man, God bless him, <laughs> he was telling to me that he feels this way very much of the time, small and weak and very, very lonely, like a stupid wise man or a lonely wizard. You see, I am not the only wizard in this place. Your society is very full of lonely wizards. Well, in 3 BC, I was lonely and I was scared and I was angry. Presently, if I am honest with you, I hated God. We called him the great silent one. Even stupid wise men would be knowing that the great silent one made all things. It was not pain in the neck demons that were able to make all things. That was the great silent one. But he was silent and I hated him. I was jealous of his greatness and his power. I wanted to be knowing him, but I was terrified to be meeting him. Ozzy, is that your camel? Ozzy, is that your goat? Ozzy, is that your heart? Behind that curtain? For many years we had been knowing that the Great One existed behind an immense curtain in a stone temple in the west in the land of Judah, the lion. And we know we're knowing that if a man like me were to look behind that curtain, he would be immediately destroyed. And so, you might now be asking, but then, Ozzy, where did you go? Bearing gifts, traveling a far field and fountain, vale and mountain, following under star. 
Where did you go? Easy. For the very same reason that many of you came to this place tonight to schmooze. I would be schmoozing the great silent one. I wanted to do a deal with him before he looked behind my curtain and blew me to smithereens. I attempted to schmooze the great one. When the star appeared, I calculated this was my opportunity. People argue about this. But you can be knowing that in September of 3 BC, the great king star, see the great king star, you call it the planet Jupiter, it aligned with Regulus, the little king star, three times. And this in the constellation of Leo, Leo the lion. Then at dawn, behind Leo the lion rose Virgo the virgin, clothed in the sun and at her feet the new moon, the faithful one. You can read about it in Revelation chapter 12. So clearly, a king would be born in Judah to a virgin, the faithful one, the ruler of the Jews, the faithful one. Like the moon that shines the light upon a dark world. Now, I should be telling you, the Great One spoke to us through stars, but now he speaks to you in a far more excellent way. So do not ever be ruled by stars. It is forbidden. Be ruled by the Great One. Well, nine months after Jupiter crowned Regulus, Jupiter, the great king, came into conjunction with Venus, the bright and morning star. It was the brightest star that anyone had ever seen, and it set in the west, and it clearly forebode two things. Number one, it was a very, very good time to be picking up chicks. <laughs> and number two, a great king would be born to the Jews in the land of Judah, born of a virgin, and it was time for us to immediately go to him and be schmoozing. My fellow wizards, Melchior, Gaspar, and I, we would attempt to enchant the great one to ourselves. But now I hope you see the inherent difficulty in that proposition. How do you do a deal with someone that great? What do you get someone that owns everything? If he owns everything and you give him anything, it must be his own stolen something that you give him. And my friends, that is very bad schmoozing. <laughs> but alas, we were stupid wise men. And being stupid wise men, we bought gold, frankincense, and myrrh, with which we would construct a very impressive curtain of wealth and wisdom and power, behind which we would be protected and with which we would smooch the great one, the great one. On our way across the desert, we were making up a song for schmoozing. Gaspar sang, Gold I bring to crown him again, King forever, ceasing never, over us all to reign. Very good words for schmoozing. Melchior, frankincense to offer have I, incense owns a deity nigh, yada yada yada. Very good words for schmoozing. Me? Myrrh is mine, it's bitter perfume, breathes a life of gathering gloom. Crying something, uh, dying, weeping, uh, sealed in a stone cold tomb. 
And they kept saying to me, um, uh, Ozzy, that is very bad words for schmoozing. What are you, being nuts or something? Why would you be singing this? And I said, I don't know. It rhymes, I suppose. <laughs> Perhaps we would be needing one more verse to our song. When you arrived at Jerusalem, we made quite a commotion. We had each brought about 200 servants, and most of these were soldiers. It would seem that the Jews were still perturbed a little bit about an incident that they referred to as the Babylonian captivity. <laughs> well, when news that kingmakers from the east had arrived in town asking about a new king of the Jews, the old king of the Jews, Herod, he became very interested in what we had to say. He was a very small and lonely man behind a very large curtain. He would drive a very, very large pickup truck if he were here today. <laughs> he ruled all of Judah, but he could not rule one single heart. When he died, he left orders to have hundreds of people massacred. Massacred so that there would be weeping upon his passing. And that, my friends, is the problem with great power and big curtains. With these things, you cannot capture a heart or one single tear. Herod had already massacred three of his own sons. But being stupid wise men, upon our arrival we asked him, where is the one born king of the Jews? Is he in the nursery perhaps? Is he in the royal bedroom perhaps? Is he in the holy place, in the temple perhaps? And King Herod, he did not know. And so he asked his Bible wizards. And his Bible wizards consulted and they said that he is to be born in Bethlehem. Now Bethlehem was five miles to the south of Jerusalem. And behold, the star moved and stopped. Actually, 25 of December in 2 BC, due to what you now call planetary retrograde motion, the king star stopped directly over Bethlehem, south of Jerusalem. Well, whether or not that was in fact what I saw, presently I am knowing that the great silent one, he arranged all things, including planetary retrograde motion. He arranged all things for this particular moment. But what a strange moment. You see, Bethlehem was a trailer park. And I was expecting some kind of king's palace. I kept saying to the star, go star, keep going star, keep, keep going. But alas, it wouldn't go. We were directed to a shack, a little shack. Uh, inside the shack, a lamp was lit. And for a door, there was a curtain. I know that we were close to something because of the incessant chattering in my head. A rather disturbing side effect of my chosen profession was the constant chattering of pain in the neck demons. Sometimes it was like a bad committee meeting was convened in my head. And they were all screaming at me. Turn back, Ozzy, turn back. Go away, Ozzy. Don't go in there, Ozzy. If you go past the curtain, the great and powerful Oz will be no more. I stood there frozen in terror when Melchior said, we have come all this way. We should at least be leaving a note. Happy birthday, King of the Jews. <laughs> Just then, a young woman from inside the shack opened the curtain. 
I could tell that she was a little taken aback at the sight of 603 Medo-Persians, many of them in full battle gear. But when we mumbled, we seek the king of the Jews, she smiled and she turned around and she yelled, Joseph, bring the baby to meet the nice wizard men from far, far away. And then a young man holding a baby boy about seven months old came into view. The very moment that I laid my eyes on that baby, the voices fell silent and every demon fled like light flees from the dawn, like darkness flees fr from, from the dawn. And, and, and he knew that I was in the presence of the great silent one. But he was not silent. He was babbling. Abba, 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 he was saying. Just then I heard that young man, he said, Mary, he said, Abba, he said, Daddy Abba, did you hear him? Jesus said, Daddy Abba, Daddy Abba. It was entirely extraordinary, wrapped in the completely ordinary. Presently, I am knowing it was Emmanuel, God with us, God incarnate. It means God in meat. Recently, I saw a photo of Lady Gaga in a meat dress. Lady Gaga incarnate, like that, like that. But much, much, much better than that. Much better than that. The young lady said, Joe, let that nice wizard hold Jesus. And all at once, I was holding the King of Kings in my arms. And all my terror turned to holy terror and then to complete joy because I was knowing presently that he came from over the rainbow. He came from the other side of the covenant. He is the great one wrapped in a curtain of flesh. And that is when I saw the great truth. The great truth which exposes the great lie that keeps us all in bondage. We think our God is just the most powerful wizard we think that our God is great because he can blow every other God and every other wizard to smithereens. We think that our God is not just, uh, it's great because of that, but our God is not just the most powerful wizard. He is the anti-wizard, the anti-wizard. See, I was a wizard, a frightened little man behind a curtain of lies and stolen power. But he is all power and all truth behind a little curtain of weak baby flesh. I was terror and pride, always taking. But he is fearless love, always giving. Fearless, free, unlimited, unending love. The young lady said he would like it for you to be kissing him. So I kissed him. He giggled and smiled at me. The great one smiled at me. <laughs> Not the great and powerful Oz, but me. The little man behind the curtain. Me. He liked me. It always said, pay no attention to the little man behind the curtain. But all he cared about was the little man behind the curtain. He, he was not impressed with the great and powerful Oz. Actually, he hated the great and powerful Oz for the great and powerful Oz was a lie, a lie that kept him from the little man behind the curtain, me. 
that night, the great and powerful Oz was destroyed. He did die, like the demon said. But I am not the great and powerful Oz. The great and powerful Oz and died, and, and I, Oswaldo, was free. You see, wizards hide behind big curtains of stolen power and lies in order to capture people with fear. But the great one hid behind a curtain of baby flesh to capture me with kisses and set me free. I had come to enchant the great one to myself with fear, and he had come to enchant me to himself with love. I could not stop weeping and laughing and kissing him. Gaspar finally said, Osvaldo, let me have a turn to hold the king of kings. And so I said, okay. And I handed him the king of kings. And I fell upon my face weeping and crying, Abba, Abba, Daddy, Abba, Father. You see, the word of the great one was in me. I worshipped. And I was so very, very not lonely. God is love. And I had been terrified of love because love destroys every curtain. Completely astounding. The very thing that I was most terrified of was the very thing that I longed for most deeply with all of my heart, love. God is love. The great silent one is love. As I worshipped, I remembered the gifts for schmoozing. And then all at once I could not stop laughing for the, there's nothing left to schmooze. <laughs> Everything is free. And how silly of me to think that I could do a deal with the great one. And presently he was a baby. He didn't need gold, frankincense, and myrrh. What he wanted was hugs and kisses or maybe one of those Tickle Me Elmo dolls. That would be nice. <laughs> but you see our gifts of schmoozing were ridiculous, but still I knew that we had to give them. There is an ancient legend that some people tell that is not true, and yet it is very much true. In the legend, we presently come to that shack, and an angel meets us at the door, at the curtain. And the angel says, to enter, you must have a gift to give to the king. And Gaspar says, I have a gift of gold. And the angel says, but is it precious to you? Is it of your essence? Because it must be. And he says, it is. And as he bowed to offer his gold to the boy king, he looked in his hands and he did not see gold but a hammer. The angel whispered, this is the hammer of your greed with which you pound wealth from others who build your mansions while they live in hovels. Gaspar stopped in his tracks. He bowed his head and he turned to leave for he realized that his great curtain of power and greatness was actually shame. But the angel stood in his way and stopped him saying, you have not given your gift. And he said, but I cannot give this gift to the boy king. And the angel said, but that is why you came. You must. If you hang on to it, it will destroy you. Melchior brought frankincense. 
And as he bent to offer the frankincense, frankincense that he had won in, in, in battles next to kings, his frankincense turned into his own spear, long and covered in blood. And the angel, the angel said to him, this is the violence that you have perpetrated, that you have won. He cried out, the enemy has cast his spell. That is more true than you know, said the angel. I cannot give this to the child. The spear could pierce his flesh, cried Melchior. And the angel said, you must. And then the angel turned to me and said, is this myrrh precious to your soul? My silver flask full of myrrh turned to a jar of clay full of vinegar in my hands. And I heard, it is what you drink bitterness and shame. You clothe yourself with gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but your curtain of glory is greed, violence, and lies. It is hammer, spear, and vinegar. Gaspar, Melchior, Balthazar, Oswaldo, you must give these things to him. And do you see? That night we did. That night I gave to Jesus the great and powerful Oz. I confess my sin. And then I gave Jesus what he most desired. I gave him the little man behind the curtain. And then we wise men went home a different way. Jesus is the way. What would you give him this Christmas? What will you give the one who has everything? How about the one thing that he may not have? The one thing that he wants more than anything, the little man, the little woman behind the curtain. Many years later, April 3, 33 AD, the sky grew black and the earth shook. And that night rose the blood moon, the moon in full eclipse. I think you saw one of these just recently. And I understood at that time, the faithful one was destroying every curtain every dividing wall on this dark planet. With an old hammer, they nailed him to a tree. They pierced his side with an old spear covered in blood, and dying, they gave him vinegar mixed with myrrh. He drank my sin and wrapped himself in my curtain of shame, and he died. He died to destroy that curtain of shame. And as he died, the curtain in the old stone temple separating mankind from the great one, it ripped from the top to the bottom. Scripture says that that curtain, that curtain is the flesh of Jesus. And his broken flesh reveals the very heart of the great one. And his broken flesh forms the eternal covenant. And that covenant is God doing a deal. God doing a deal and God keeping all sides. That covenant is our way home to the other side of the curtain, to the other side of the rainbow, to the land that you dream of. And now listen very closely to me. You are the land that he dreams of. He likes you. He came to die for you and to rise with you on the other side of the rainbow. That is your home. And there's no place like home. Say it with me. There's no place like home. No place like home. That Sunday, April 5, 33 AD, I finished my song.
Glorious now, behold him arise, King and God and sacrifice. Alleluia, alleluia, sound through earth and skies. <laughs> and now I must go and get your pastor. is mine, it's bitter perfume, breathes a life of gathering gloom, sawing, sighing, bleeding, dying, sealed in a stone cold tomb, oh, oh star, oh wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty, Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Glorious now, behold him arise, King and God and sacrifice. So, on the night that he was delivered up, he took bread and he broke it like a torn curtain, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. And in the same manner, after having given thanks, he took the cup, saying, This is the covenant in my blood. Drink of it, all of you, and do it in remembrance of me. A covenant is a deal. When I do a deal, it's called sin. When God does a deal, he keeps all sides and it's called grace. It undoes every other deal. For it's from the other side of the rainbow, it's from the foundation of the earth, and it takes us home to him. Christmas is the invasion of grace. And so God gives you his heart. It was all set up to show you that he gives you his heart. He gives you his son, and he gives you all things with him. So what will you give him? What he wants is a little man behind the curtain. The little woman behind the curtain, he wants you. So if you would, pray with me. Maybe just say this. Just say this before you come to the table in your heart, silently after me. Thank you, Lord God, for giving your heart to me. I confess my curtain of arrogance.
and I give you the little man, the little woman behind the curtain. Thank you, Lord God, that that's what you want. Thank you that that's why you set this whole thing up. Thank you that that's what you're after, each one of us, to bring us home. And so, Lord God, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you for your love. And we invite you to be born in us now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so we invite you to come forward and tear off a piece of the bread and dip it in the cup. The dark cups are wine, the light cups are juice. Uh, They're both the love of God for you. And uh, as you partake, worship him. Now, if you don't want communion, uh, know that he wants you, okay? You You can't do anything to earn this. You can't do a deal in order to get this, okay? If you think you're doing a deal, that's not the deal, because he already did the deal. It's grace. But if you don't want it, we invite you still to come forward and you can just hold up your hand and uh, uh, that way people can come in and out of the seats. But uh, after you go back to your seat um, and we sing a few songs, you'll find a candle underneath your seat and we'll hold that up after uh, we worship for a while and sing uh, Silent Night. But right now, worship him through communion and worship him through song. And so, word of God, light of the world, we thank you that when you came to this earth, you were not aiming for a manger. That was not your final destination. What you sought was me behind the curtain and each one of us behind the curtain. That little man and that little woman behind the curtain because it is us that you sought and we are your home. And so, Lord God, thank you that Christmas wasn't just something 2,000 years ago, but it happens right here, right now, when we cry, Abba, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord God, we thank you. Amen. And so, in the name of Jesus, may you have a very Merry Christmas both tomorrow and every day. In Jesus' name, amen.